Welcome to the Accurate Perspective Podcast. I'm Matt Brown, and I am the city councilman in Yakima, and these are my close friends. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Go ahead, Dave. Dave. You go first, Dave. I'm Dave Mullen. Uh, currently live in Yakima. Been married for 11 years. We have me and my wife, Sarah, have four kids. Uh, previously, I was a Moxie City Council member, uh, resigned due to a move, and been active in Yakima politics for about the last four years or so. Awesome. Alrighty, and my name is Lindsay. I am uh, also in East Valley, and I am a mom. I've got three kids. We've been married 11 years also, and I'm in healthcare, and uh, I just like truth and knowing what's going on and what to do about it, so that's why I'm here. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm going to just jump us in because uh, a lot of people are probably wondering why the heck are we doing a podcast, <laughs> uh, <laughs> myself included. Why am I doing a podcast? Yes. Um, so let's discuss kind of podcast will be um, for me uh, right now in our town, uh, in our country, I think so much of what we lack is accurate information, um, factual information uh, for people to actually uh, know how to be involved, politically speaking. Our, our country was founded upon people being active. Um, and even though uh, they might not not necessarily could have even voted at the time. So I go back to like Mrs. Powell. She influenced this whole country and she couldn't vote and she couldn't uh, hold public office. Her, she could even, she could barely even work. <laughs> and yet uh, she influenced an entire country um, and actually convinced George Washington to run for a second term. Um, so this is for you guys, the people of Yakima County. And uh, that's what this podcast is, is we're going to give dive into deep dives of um, all sorts of fun politics stuff happening locally. There's not anyone, I think, that is doing this well. And we're going to try to attempt to do that well. This is our first try. <laughs> so what about for you guys? You know, for me, Matt, a lot of what you said, uh, I would echo. But additionally, it's, it's giving the people... A way to, to research information by themselves, too. So if we say anything on this podcast, it's going to be backed up by some kind of report, some good data, right? We're not just going to say things to say them or rattle off numbers without showing you where those numbers came from. And I think that is a big, big gap that we have nationally as well as locally. Where is the information coming from? Because um, you need people to look at the raw data sometimes because you can manipulate data to say whatever you want to support your side. I think here on this podcast, it's going to be more of here's the data. Um, here's where we got it from. Here's how we see it. And go look at it for yourself and make your own opinion. Right. Well, I think just it's easy to keep track nationally maybe what's going on. Maybe people dabble here and there, but locally is really what matters. That's where we have some control. That's where we can get involved. That's where we need to get involved. And so just knowing what's happening in our right in our backyard um, and knowing what we can do about it, I think that's that's really important because otherwise it's just so overwhelming seeing what's happening on the national level and just feeling helpless. Right. So I diving into the next piece of that, some someone's asked me before is like, okay, well, <laughs> are you guys, you're the accurate perspective. What makes you so accurate over anybody else? Um, this is not a partisan uh, 
podcast. We're not going to sit here and talk about Republican issues or Democrat issues. We're going to talk about the system as a whole um, and taking a systematic approach to what politics is in Yakima. Um, you know, for me as a as a person who is a Republican, um, the partisan world of things can be a black hole abyss of information and tiresome rhetoric on both sides. And, you know, I talk to folks who are fighting on different issues that are all partisan world. <clears throat> They're, they all have one thing in common. They're exhausted. <laughs> um, and for me, uh, we, this podcast is not going to go down into the black hole of partisan politics um, because you guys don't need more of that. <laughs> we sure as heck don't need more of that. There's plenty of those things around. And if you guys want to deep dive into that, go for it. But um, that's creating what we have right now, which I call it just echo chambers on both sides. Uh, you're creating um, all sorts of no one's really listening to each other. Um, on this show, we're going to have people that don't necessarily lean the same ways as the three of us. Uh, we're going to interview them and talk with folks that are definitely different minded. <laughs> so, um, and that's on purpose. So the accurate perspective, that's, that's where that name came from. What about for you guys? You know, for me, Matt, just kind of tying into interviewing different folks. I think it's just so important to have a different perspective to know what other people are thinking. Like you said, that echo chamber can become really dangerous. We've seen it on the national level. We've probably seen it on the local level in certain instances. So to get people out here um, who are elected leaders who don't think like us, um, and giving them the opportunity and asking them fair questions and then letting them speak um, is really important for this community. For sure. And I just think the divide has gotten so much this side or that side. And, you know, we need to be able to speak to each other and communicate and find out the truth. Just cut through the he said, she said. And if we actually talk to candidates or people who are um, going for different positions and just hearing from the horse's mouth what they believe and, and what's going on, I just think that'll be so much better across the lines to understand what they're all about and see where people stand from what they say themselves instead of just having these biased, you know, one-sided outlets. Right. Um, <clears throat> going to the next piece of this is everyone will ask, um, how often is this podcast? Uh, we, we all work full time for a living. We, I juggle about 1,700 hats um, on my head. That's why I have no hair on my head. <laughs> so um, as we continue to go through this thing, this, this podcast is uh, pretty much going to be a twice a month podcast. Every other week, an episode will drop. Um, right now, it's scheduled to drop on Fridays. Give you guys the weekends to listen to it. Give some time. Um, <clears throat> but that's the look ahead really is how often this will be. Now that doesn't mean uh, it's always going to be that way. You know, our hope is that you guys enjoy this thing and we actually bring some valued information to you guys and, and allow you to get politically activated, get rolling. So, um, but we do have a lot of exciting things ahead. So that's one of the things I actually wanted to talk about a little bit in some detail of some stuff coming up. Um, one of those is filing week. Uh, a lot of people have no idea what that is. Let's let's discuss kind of what filing week is a little bit here. Go for it, Dave. That's you. So, so filing week, <laughs> it's an exciting time for everybody. It's an exciting time for the candidates. Basically, the county gives us 
one week to file for certain offices. You can find which offices are eligible for that um, on the Yakima County website. Um, people go in and then at the end of each day, the county should be presenting to the public who has filed for each position. Um, so we'll run down those individuals and hopefully plan to get them on the show too and schedule them at a later time as they come through. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's an interesting thing too, because sometimes when people declare that they're running, <clears throat> so let's say, uh, for example, down in congressional third district, um, that is right now, there's like a four headed monster race going on for that con Congress seat. Um, a couple of those guys have actually, they announced a year ago, they're running. Joe Kent is one of those. He announced over a year ago that he's running. And then most recently, a couple have just jumped in within the last two months What's always interesting, though, is kind of finally in week is like where the rubber meets the road. Like, are you actually going to run for this? Because this is where you get your name on the ballot. It's not just uh, pie in the sky. You're not just out there trying to sell yourself as a candidate. But now it's you got to put your money where your mouth is and actually put your name on the ballot. So literally put your money where your mouth is because there's a filing fee for all of these positions. Too. <laughs> Sometimes thirteen hundred dollars. Thirteen hundred dollars. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know it was that high. Yep. And then the yeah, lead up depends on your filing week, you know, you get people who say, hey, we're retiring. I'm not going to file. We I think Dave Cook just announced, who is the Yakima County Assessor, said he's not running. He's going to retire. And that opens it up for a lot of other people. Yeah, I mean, that's what's crazy, too, is because depending on what you're filing for, the fee is different. Right. I mean, for like my race in city council, uh, it's based on your salary. <laughs> you don't get much at city hall. Yeah. Let me just tell you, uh, $980 a month, take that to the bank. Um, and, uh, so, but, uh, the whole piece of that is the filing fee, I think was like a hundred dollars. Like it was nothing. So, uh, but for a race like the County commissioner, it's, it's a lot more than that. It's probably what, like 1500, 1800, somewhere around there. Um, yep. County, uh, auditor is also another big one. It's all based on salary. So, if the position doesn't pay anything, it's a pretty low fee, which leads me to as well as like PCOs. Um, a lot of people have no idea what a PCO is. When you say that word, people go, what the heck is that? Um, it's a precinct committee officer. And then someone else says, well, what the heck is that? <laughs> um, so, so, you know, back in the old days, uh, precinct committee officers actually had a role in going out and that's where you would actually come vote in person. So you go and vote at a place and there would be a Democrat PCO and a Republican PCO, and they would kind of help run the voting booth um, there. And you come in and you get to know your PCO and, and they get to know you and vice versa. Now it's kind of been relegated to uh, not a whole lot. So um, they do have a vote. They are the grassroots um, door to door kind of operation per party. Um, so if the party's like, hey, we're going to get out and uh, go get door knocking or something like that going on, oftentimes it's PCOs that are out there hitting the ground running for different parties. So um, it is vitally important. Um, in Yakima County, for example, we have 174 PCO positions open this year. Um, it's every two years, which a lot of people don't realize, and it costs nothing to run. <laughs> it's also kind of fun. So if you're ever interested in diving into something like that uh well you're you know you're you're getting close it's may 16th through the 20th you can start thinking about it so how many are there total if that's how many are open how many do we have total? uh 
So our county can only have up to 174. So right oh, now, so all of them are open. Yeah, every two okay. years, everybody has to either refile, rerun, um, mm -hmm. and I think right now the Republicans have a right around like 107, 110 uh, currently filled, and then the Democrats have about 20 to 30 filled um, countywide. So. There's a lot of positions, um, and I say filled, they were filled the previous term. So um, the end of this year at December, there's actually, that's the end of the term for the PCO. So they finish off this year, and then the new PCOs come in, um, and then they have a two-year term. Now, some of those PCOs might be the same ones that were from prior because they just kind of keep going. Um, I've never been a PCO. I'm a city councilman, never actually been a PCO, but I tried three times. <laughs> So, um, Dave's been a PCO though. I have been a PCO. It's a, you know, it's a really good opportunity for somebody who is thinking about getting into politics, may not want a full-time elected position, may want to do just a little less, but also kind of see inside what's happening in the county parties, whether you're a Democrat or Republican also gives you a really good opportunity to meet your neighbors, whether no matter what, uh, party they're from. Um, it's always good to meet your neighbors so you can take care of them and they can take care of you. So um, I would suggest if you're thinking about it, just throw your name in there. Yeah. Just do it. What's interesting with PCOs too is like if there's not a, another person, they oftentimes go unfilled, right? Yep. So if there's not another person in your area or your precinct, um, then you don't even get put to a ballot. You're just that person now. Um, so you're now that uh, position. If there's more than one, it'll actually get put to the primary ballot and your precinct will actually get to vote on, you know, if they want you to be their precinct committee officer. Um, it's, it's kind of a fun deal. It gets your feet wet and uh, jumping into politics world. Um, and again, you do get to be a voting member in those parties um, in the Democrat and Republican party. Um, you actually get to have some say in direction of what those parties are doing locally um, as a PCO where you know, if you're sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out what can I do? How can I fix these things? How can I, well, you got to start somewhere and this is where you kind of start without having to completely jump into like running for Congress or something. So exactly. <laughs> that's a big jump. And there's people who do it all the time. I mean, we, we have, gosh, what do we have? Five, six, six Republicans running right now for the congressional fourth and one Democrat running for the congressional fourth and then one independent running for the congressional fourth. So you're talking about a ton of different people, eight, eight or nine people, eight um, people that are running right now uh, for that seat. And <clears throat> I would say maybe about, maybe about 70% of them have never even held a elected office of any kind. <laughs> so um, they went right up to the top. So it's an interesting thing. I wouldn't recommend that for people at home. It's a lot more work than you, you think it is. So um, it is. I'd start local. Go, yep. go a lot lower here. Um, so filing week is May 16th through the 20th. Uh, what we're planning on doing that week to uh, kind of make uh, a fun thing because everyone never really realizes who actually filed and for what they filed for. And again, when you have so many candidates like we do in the Congress race right now, again, it puts, you know, are you actually going to file? Um, so it gets real interesting. So from about nine o'clock till 4 p.m. every day, uh, they, you know, if you come in and file, uh, they'll post you on the website. And so we can see it. So what we're planning on doing is on those evenings, 
we'll actually do a show and we'll kind of walk through who the candidates are and where they're at um, and ask questions, uh, you know, to us, because we might not know some of these people that are coming out. Um, that's the other thing. Sometimes these are where the sleepers come out as well. Uh, folks that you didn't know were running all of a sudden are running. Um, so it's kind of a fun thing. But again, that's May 16th through the 20th. So as we talk about upcoming shows, um, we're going to hit a bunch of shows that week. They're not going to be near as long. They're going to be real quick, but it's really just all filing. It's filing week. So um, the other shows I wanted to talk about. Um, so June 10th, which will be our first like actual deep dive into a subject is regional government. We're going to, we're going to take a deep dive. And these two up here are probably looking at me going, what the heck is regional government, Matt? <laughs> um, that's what we get to have a deep dive on. So uh, I, I, you know, a lot of people don't realize that regional government is here in Yakima, um, but it is, it's here and it's actually all over. It's all over. Every County in Washington state has regional government. This last year, uh, the state legislature did some more things with regional government. And so, uh, it's something that we have to be aware of and understand the full system, the systematic approach to where we're at as a, um, body of citizens, because we think there's just the layers of government, but there is a whole nother layer that are filled with bureaucrats that we don't know. <laughs> so um, it's a fun one to try to figure out. I mean, if you have a mosquito district, for example, which we do, everybody does, um, that is a form of regional government. Um, it's pretty crazy. So um, let, let's talk about the next show after that, Dave. We're going to tackle school government. Yeah, the deep dive into school government is probably going to cover a lot of different facets. And one of the things I would love to cover is how you can run for school board, too, if if you're so interested. I think there I think over the last two years, we've had a lot of parents interested and just didn't know what to do, how to do it, how to apply their passion for their children to the school board. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about policies, how they're put in place. I think we'll talk about how. You know, your local school board is is connected to the state, too, as well, and funding that goes along with that. And how does that impact different decisions from administrators at schools? Right. Um, I, I think the other big piece is understanding the, the location of school governments, um, understanding that where you live. I mean, Lindsay, you're out in East Valley, you mentioned. Um, how often have... Uh, you've gone to a school board meeting, but how often do you actually see people out there at a school board meeting? Yeah, it's, uh, I used to be on the school board a few years back and, you know, one or two parents would show up. So um, it's not well, you know, not a lot of people go. And I think that's kind of everywhere. Like people, you know, they really care about like what's happening at the West Valley. Everyone showed up for that one, but where were you at the last time? You know, I don't know about West Valley, but it just seems like, People um, aren't really showing up to their school board meetings. And I think yeah, that's kind of everywhere. And I think that's the <clears throat> key piece that I want to hit home with that is, you know, with us in this podcast, I hope that you guys leave understanding the the role of government and where it is and the whole system as it is. Um, because, uh, you know, we talk about how uh, with our public schools right now, parents are pretty upset um, all across the country. They're pretty upset about what's going on. Um, just in our own local school district, for example, in Yakima, uh, the YSD has an 89% of their students are failing math standards. That's massive. And as a parent of someone, uh, my kids are in the Yakima school district. 
Um, they're currently not attending Yakima schools, um, but uh, that's not good. That's not good at all. Um, and it's very frustrating. And then when you see no one showing up to school board meetings, uh, you start to go, okay, well, who's really running this thing? And how do we actually start fixing this and listening to the parents and actually listening to the students as well, because um, this is their future. It's not just the parents' responsibility. It's also the kids. And if we're not listening to them, you know, we can do all we want, but we're still going to have schools that are failing. So uh, that'll be a really good one. That's going to be on June 24th. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting debate on that because there's schools are a hot issue right now, especially here in Yakima. So, uh, and then the next show after that is going to be city government, July 8th. It's going to be after the 4th of July. So, uh, it's going to be great. Um, city government, I'm going to dive in to the different types of city governments that are allowed currently in Washington state. And then what is Yakima? We're going to look at all the different cities that are here. When I talk about, what are the different types of city government? People are like, wait, wait, wait. There's more than one type of city government. Yeah, there's a lot of different types of city government. Um, whether you're a council-led um, city government, a elected mayor ran city government, or they even have another form that um, I'll, I'll dive into more. But um, it's it's going to be a great show um, on July 8th. Right after that, we'll be right into the fun summertime where it's not so flipping cold outside. So <laughs> hopefully maybe in person too. Um, that'd be kind of fun. So um, the next one up too after that is county government. Uh, and these all sound like, my gosh, man, are we just going to be talking about government? Well, th we got to understand the form and the system before we start really diving in on how do we fix these things and how do we um, really talk about the issues and stories um, <clears throat> with that. So July 15th, we're going to hit county government. I'm actually going to see if we can't get uh, one of our county commissioners on here from Yakima. Uh, and so we can kind of prod um, and ask some uh, questions of them, whether that's LaDon Lindy or uh, Amanda McKinney. If you guys are watching this, one of you two, uh, one of you two will hopefully be on here. Call um, us. So, yeah, call us or me or Dave or Lindsay, yeah, one of us. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so that'll be a fun one. And then, uh, we are going to start doing, cause by that time, uh, we will know, obviously after filing, we're going to know, uh, the candidate shows and we're going to be going right into, uh, the primary will be over. Um, and so after that, we'll kind of know the top two with, um, all the different positions that are up this year. And so, uh, my hope is that in August, we'll actually be, uh, spending some time in interviewing some of these candidates that are coming up. That, that have already passed the primary, right? So at that point, it allows us to really hone in on the top two. Um, in Washington State, for those that don't know, it's a jungle primary, uh, which means it's not like, you know, welcome to the jungle type of primary, <laughs> um, but it kind of feels that way. Um, it, it's the top two vote getters, don't matter the party, uh, will move forward. So again, it doesn't matter partisan world, um, it's literally, uh, you know, if you're the top two vote getters, you move through. So looking at like that con congressional race where there's eight candidates or nine candidates, only two of those are going to move forward. So um, after August 2nd, we'll know who those people are and, and hopefully have them on the show. So um, you guys have anything to say about that? I'm just excited to talk to these different people, see what they have to say. So 
like I said, I think a lot of times we're kind of in the dark in Yakima on what's going on and who's running for what. I know I feel like that. So I'm excited to actually get to meet these people and see what they're about. Yeah, yeah I think this is going to be the most exciting part is asking questions from three different perspectives. Dads, moms, right? Former politician, current politician, former school board member. We have very different perspectives that will lend itself to these interviews. I'm, I'm super excited to find out about the candidates, um, you know, and everybody's going to get a fair shake too. That's the most important thing. Yeah. I think the, the other piece I'd like to hit on with this show is that we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna dive into uh, uh, a bunch of different, um, uh, what I should say, I'm trying to think of the words I'm going to say, but <laughs> we're not going to dive into the uh, partisan uh, black hole sucking life draining uh, topics, but really uh, hit hit the hit the candidates and the issues with hard asking questions um, from if you don't know something, uh, you know, feel free to chime in with us on chat or different things that we have going on. Cause we'd love to hear from you on, Oh, well, you guys went way too fast over that city government class or that city government stuff there. Uh, break that down for us a little bit more. Um, let us know those things. Cause that's highly important for us uh, because we really want you guys to be activated and engaged in your local politics. We aren't going to go national on things, right? So we're going to keep this thing local uh, when I talk about partisan world, I think it's real easy for us to move this thing up to anything in the national sphere. And you guys have enough of those type of podcasts. You, if you want to watch one of those, um, just go to Apple and find any other podcast that you want on there or Google or any of Spotify, whatever. Um, they'll tell you until you're blue in the face what uh, national issues <laughs> you want to talk about. Um, our issues are local because uh, we we can't. Uh, even begin starting to look at our national problems until we start fixing our local problems. And so that's where this podcast is going to be really honed into. We're going to focus really hard on the local stuff and, and stay out of the national scene. Um, <clears throat> you guys have anything else to say? We're wrapping up pretty quick here, but. Nope. Just no? I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to close with this too, as I always uh, give a plug to some of our partners that uh, help us get where we're at and where we're going. Um, one of those is Center for Self-Governance. Uh, if you want to go to centerforselfgovernance.com, they did not pay us for this advertising. <laughs> this is literally just a folks that do this type of training. They do folks where um, if you're interested in getting politically activated and politically involved, um, go to centerforselfgovernance.com, sign up for a class. Uh, we have some coming locally, um, but they're also online different times. Uh, so sign up for that. And then the last thing is, uh, if it's the first time you've watched us, uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, if, you're, if you're on our COVID page, that used to be the COVID page, but now has been transitioned to the Accurate Perspective podcast, you're already following us. So great. Good job, guys. Um, but if you haven't, follow us. Um, also, we'll be on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, all of that fun stuff um, in your pod cast catcher apps that you all have so we'll be doing that but feel free to reach out and give us a call on anything on our facebook let us know any questions you might have um, and we'll see you guys later all righty